Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, director, and I'm here today with Priscilla Weigel. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Doing fine, thank you. And so we're excited today to be talking about um, National Spank Out Day. And we want to, in um, addition to talk about Spank Out Day USA, uh, really add some information for those who are listening about discipline, effective discipline, and sort of some of the differences between discipline and punishment. Uh, And just help people who are out there listening, um, maybe be able to make some different choices. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to share some resources. So that's what we plan to do. I do want to just, in terms of a little bit of background, uh, tell those who are listening that Spank Out Day USA started in 1998. It's part of, um, or it comes from the Center for Effective Discipline. Um, and that can be found at www.gundersonhealth.org for those who are interested in following, uh, going to the website and looking up some of the many, many uh, great resources there. And it was really about giving more attention for the need to end corporal punishment. And then when we talk about doing away with something like corporal punishment, then we also want to give people tools to replace Mm -hmm. what they knew, what they were using, or what they knew as maybe something they grew up with. Mm -hmm. And so that's where this Gunderson's Health um, Org has has, uh, developed other tools to replace um, spanking as corporal punishment. And so that's what we want to talk about a little yeah. bit today. So. Yeah. And maybe starting out, just talking about punishment. What does that really mean? What's the definition of punishment? And it really deals with um, the way that you respond to misbehavior through the use of yelling or threatening, taking away favorite things, you know, the, those times when a child is really, maybe nap time as an example, and they're playing with their stuffed animal or whatever, and making a lot of noise with it so the provider will walk over and just take the take the stuffed animal away right. and walk away. So not give the child anything to replace that, but just grab it, take it away, or put it just with with far enough away for the child so not to they're not, not be able to reach it. Um, so using timeout, using logical consequences, um, and physical punish, punishment, which as you mentioned is spanking. And then it can those that type of punishment or guidance as a strategy can really lead to some things that aren't positive for children. Right, and we really want to delineate the differences between guidance and punishment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we do sometimes use those words interchangeably right. and they're not the they're not the same. No. They have different meanings. Discipline uh, is a different word from punishment as well. Mm-hmm. And we get a little bit mixed up in our language sometimes and it also confuses parents, I think. So we want to be really clear about what punishment is. Right. Punish punishment is punishing behaviors. Uh, that we we use punishing behaviors when we punish. Discipline has are different behaviors and they have different goals. Mm-hmm. It has different goals. Um, and it has a more guidance goal. Right. Uh, and it has a teaching a goal. A teaching goal, yeah. And so that's what uh, we are 
maybe going to have two podcasts on this, depending on where we get today. But we do want to talk about guidelines for effective discipline so that people really do, again, have tools when we're done talking about this. There's a lot of literature out there now about spanking as corporal punishment. And for those that are listening, um, this may be um, something that comes sort of up against the way that you have been raised or the way that you think about children. Certainly if you're working in the child care world, depending on the state you live in, if you're in Minnesota, it's, um, it's not, it, you can't use corporal no, punishment. No, you cannot. Um, so, so that's really not even... Um, a conversation, right? But you may talk. You may want to. You may have conversations with parents right. who are still using spanking at home. Sure. And that's a touchy. Can be very touchy because at, on one, on the one hand, we may feel that we want to respect the rights of parents, um, and it can often be a cultural um, piece as well. Mm-hmm. But we also know what the literature and the research says about punishing. Behaviors right, right. and how actually ineffective they are in changing a child's behavior. Right. Um, and I know, <clears throat> again, if you all are part of what we're talking about in this podcast, is we're uh, we're supporting the work of Spank Out Day USA again through the Gunderson Health Org, and their literature speaks about um, punishment as leading to embarrassment for a child, yeah. anger in mm-hmm. a child. Um, it, it can increase their fearfulness. Right. Certainly it can increase their levels of anxiousness and anxiety. And in the end, you know, when our goal is to build responsive relationships with children, punish when we're using punishment, what it really does in the end is alienate us from that child right. because of that right. um, they be, they environment to f- of fear. Right, and fear is not, if a child is complying out of fear, it's not teaching them those life skills because it's teaching them to be afraid and do something that's directed by this other entity that's frightening to them. And the goal is to not build fear in children. Mm-hmm. As you said, they will then sneak and do things maybe or go behind those shelves in the dramatic play area and try to hide what they're doing from you, even if it's something that isn't necessarily a terrible thing. They're just going to start to do that, to exhibit those behaviors because they're fearful of your reaction Mm -hmm. and how you might respond. Exactly. And that's not conducive to learning either. For a child to always be looking to you like, how are you going to respond? How are you going to react? And so helping parents understand that, I think when, you know, those those things that you listed, embarrassment, anger, fearfulness, you know, that anxiety piece, we're hearing from more and more providers about children who are dealing with anxiety and feeling anxious. It's a, it's They're so young, and they don't have the skills and tools to cope with that. So when we look at eliminating the punitive and the punishment, Mm -hmm. instead moving toward positive discipline, which is more of the teaching Mm -hmm. and the guiding and the explaining that this is not okay, but here's something you can do instead, then there's some you know, really important reasons for doing that because we want to build connections for kids. We want to put our energy into um, helping children understand the connection between what they did and what a better choice is. So we talk them through that, not, you know, going into a long dissertation necessarily, but just helping them understand that. That respect is foundational so that the relationship of trust that we have with kids shows them that we believe in them. 
that we know they can comply, that we know that they can make a good choice or they can choose something that's safer or however the word, whatever the wording you use when you're dealing with working with children. And the child then begins to believe in themselves. Exactly. And it makes me think you often talk about, you know, children maybe 32 months old or 40 months old if we're working with preschoolers. And, you know, they have such little world experience. Mm -hmm. And so they're working with what has worked for them. And so, um, you know, they're, 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 they use behaviors that have gotten them outcomes. Right. And so when we punish a behavior, instead of teaching a new behavior that will obtain for them the outcome that they're seeking, the goal they're seeking, then we haven't really helped them. We've, we may have eliminated that behavior in the present for right now while the punisher is present, mm-hmm. but we haven't taught them a skill. We haven't given that 32-month-old a tool for their toolbox for mm-hmm. when they want to use that behavior again to obtain that goal again. Mm -hmm. And so in guidance and discipline, what we're trying to do is give them tools that are that are appropriate Mm -hmm. for their age and their setting. Right, right. It helps them learn, oh yeah, here's what I need to do to navigate my social setting and Mm -hmm. help me be a better friend or to build a relationship with this grown-up that I love. Um, And then, as you said, helps that respect stay intact. They feel respected and we feel respected too right, right. because they're trying really hard to do the thing that we want to see them do. Right, and for a child who has intensity, a temperament that's maybe on the more intense realm, Howard Glasser always talks about you know the fact that we're the child's greatest toy, so when you're talking about that outcome, some children will go for the biggest bang for their buck. So if, if that punisher or the punishment is big, and extreme and loud and kids kind of get stuck in that negative mode and they think this is the way to get it and so we don't want to we want to encourage them to learn to repeat the behaviors that work that provide that positive feedback as you said the positive attention the great time with that person that they love that adult Mm -hmm. and we want to empower them so that they can just do these things when we're not there, as you said, too. That we're not the one lurking around the corner all the time. That we can stand back when they don't even know we're around, and we can watch them being kind to a friend, showing empathy, not, you know, raising their hand maybe to throw the block, but catching themselves before they do, and then stepping in and saying, wow, look at that. You didn't throw the block. You remembered. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think these are, hopefully we've helped people understand a little bit about uh, the difference between punishment and guidance. And um, for those who would like more information, we have written a tip sheet on our website, inclusivechildcare.org, and it's called 10 Guidelines for Effective Discipline of Children. And so you can go there and download it for free. Of course, we have all kinds of other tip sheets as well around uh, social-emotional development and many other things. But we are doing this um, to, to support Spank Out Day, um, which is... Um, coming up here at the end of April. Yes. We're going to do our next podcast following this one on guidelines for effective discipline. So I yes. hope people will also tune in for that one. Great. Great. Thank you, Priscilla. Thanks. That's all for now. See you next time.